Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day, we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God, you can weather the storms of life, and you can bear fruit. I'm Brandon Levy, and today we are talking about what Paul writes in Colossians 2.7. Just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught, and overflowing with thanksgiving. For Christians, thanks cannot be an afterthought. Thanksgiving is a great time, a day off, all the mashed potatoes you can eat for all of us. But for Christians, lowercase Thanksgiving is more than just a day in November. It is a daily practice at the core of our worldview. You know, the central event of the gospel is the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. And when we hear that good news, we should be overwhelmed with the desire to give thanks to God. Romans 5.8 tells us that God demonstrates his own love towards us and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us much more than having now been justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. That's why we're here in this room reading this book. It is the single most loving thing that our creator does for us. And when the seed of this news is planted in our hearts, one of the fruits that we will bear is thanksgiving. And it can't be passive thanks, like when we say thank you in everyday conversation. No, this is a constant mindset that should color everything we do. Thanksgiving is a pervasive concept in scripture. And so today we're gonna talk about three Bible principles that will help us practice it every day. First, the Bible teaches us that thanksgiving makes us holy. It serves a purpose greater than just saying the right words to God. It expresses our understanding of the gift that we've been given, and therefore, it transforms our lives. It sanctifies us. The fact of the matter is, we are surrounded by the enemy. That was true of the Colossians here in Colossians 2. It's true for us today. And there is something that Satan simply cannot tolerate when people rightfully give thanks to God. You know, Paul discusses thanksgiving as a tool that we can use alongside the word to protect ourselves from being deceived by him. It sanctifies us and guards our soul from the lies of Satan. In verse two, he writes, my goal is that they may be encouraged in heart and united in love so that they may have the full riches of complete understanding. Understanding the gift of God defends us from the deceit that he he talks about in in verses four and verses eight. He wants us to encourage, or he wanted to encourage the Colossians, and he wants that encouragement to flow into thankfulness. It's possible to be encouraged and not be thankful. All of us have had that experience. Something good happens to us, but we don't even give a thought to the source of that encouragement, the source of that blessing to thank him. I don't think that's the kind of encouragement Paul had in mind in verse two. Surely he has in mind humble encouragement, the kind that's completed by gratitude to God. That kind of gratitude sanctifies us. In 1 Timothy 4.4, we read, everything created by God is good and nothing is to be rejected if it is received with thanksgiving, for it is made holy by the word of God and prayer. 1 Timothy 4.4, we make ourselves holy and we can make other things holy by relying on the word, relying on prayer, and relying on gratitude. Second, The Bible tells us that Christians trade sin 
for Thanksgiving. When Paul commands believers to stop sinning, he, he also commands believers to put Thanksgiving in its place. Paul writes, Let there be no filthiness, nor foolish talk, nor crude joking, which are out of place, but instead let there be Thanksgiving in Ephesians 5 4. You know, what that means is that giving thanks is a spiritual practice in and of itself, just like prayer, just like helping people who are in need, just like Bible study. Thanksgiving acts the same way. Back in the first season of the podcast, we did an episode about replacing bad habits, season one, episode 19, and we read what Paul wrote in Philippians 3.14. He said, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. You know, our faith is a constant process, and we have to continue pressing on towards the prize, but recognizing and keeping our eye on that goal is not just so we can remain focused. When you recognize that a habit that you need to do away with, you need something to replace it with. Otherwise, another bad habit may emerge in its place. You know, Matthew 12, verse 43 says, when an impure spirit comes out of a person, it goes through arid places seeking rest and does not find it. Then it says, I will return to the house I left. And when it arrives, it finds the house unoccupied, swept clean and put in order. And then it goes and takes with it seven other spirits more wicked than itself. And they go in and live there. And the final condition of that person is worse than the first. This is how it will be with this wicked generation. For example, you hear people uh, who give up smoking, but they replace it with overeating or some other tick. We need to replace, uh, have a, a positive behavior to replace negative ones. That's not just a practical tip from modern psychology. That is what God as the great physician has always prescribed for his people. Uh, Ephesians 4, 22 through 24, uh, God is telling us how to overcome bad habits. You were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires. You know, Paul says that they know they need to get rid of sin. They need to get rid of the destructive habits of life. And here's how they can do it. Be made new in the attitude of your minds and to put on the new self created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. Don't just try to overcome bad habits. That's not going to work in the long term. Replace the bad with good. Conquer sin by replacing it with thanksgiving. Third, the Bible says that the focus of our thanks is the gospel. You know, we should and we must give thanks for our physical blessings. But we should also remember that the only reason that those physical blessings have meaning is because of the grace of God. It's easy to say a prayer of thanks when we get a promotion at work or when we hear good news from the doctor, but we should be most grateful for God's work for us in Christ. Paul writes, I give thanks to my God always for you because of the grace of God that was given you in Christ Jesus in 1 Corinthians 1.4. Paul, he never got tired of giving thanks for the grace of God as it was shown in his son and in his son's disciples. He thanked God for the Thessalonians that they were clinging to that grace. He never got tired of it. And neither should we. God has shown his love for us even when we were enemies of God, according to Romans 5.8. He called us out of darkness and made us heirs of God, according to Romans 8.17. Jesus bore the punishment we deserved and we receive his perfect righteousness, according to 2 Corinthians 5.21. That is our 
focus. And any other blessing we receive is built on that foundation. So I hope out of this study that we realize that Thanksgiving is so much more than going around a table and trying to think of something that we're grateful for. It is a powerful spiritual practice. And when we master it, it will sanctify us, it will replace sin, and it will let the light of the gospel shine in the world. And that'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. And I'm looking forward to sitting down, studying God's word with you next time. Thank you so much for stopping for this episode of Rooted Daily. It is so important to take a few minutes to root ourselves in Christ and in his word. And I'm so glad you did it with us today. If you think that it's important that others hear this good news, make sure to hit the share button, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app, whether that's Spotify or YouTube. It helps us reach more and more people with the message of Jesus every day. Most importantly, if you're ready to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Christ, shoot me an email to brandon at rooteddaily.com right now.